And we're live. Hey, we did it. Hello. Hi. Hi, I'm back. back, John. Welcome back. Hey, sorry about missing last week, considering it was the Game Awards. Ah, no big deal. Ah, you didn't I, think, I think, yeah, actually, that's, that's we, we tallied I up, and you got most of them correct. You beat both of us by, like, one, wasn't it? One Yo. point, yeah. yeah. Yo. Like, Paul and I tied, and you beat us by one, which is weirdly close. We're all together, uh, yeah. for what it's worth. Um, yep. Yeah, congrats on that. Hilarious. Thank you. I think it was, like, it was Hades sports. winning uh, Best Indie. Was the only oh. one that you got that somebody else didn't also like have us agree oh, answer. That was my oh, okay. that was my only. That was the uh, that was the one that pushed it over. Otherwise, Wait. like you two would agree on something. Sean and I would. You and I would for like basically all of the other ones. Wait, what was what did you guys vote for on indie then? Um, I'm assuming I think I, I said, wanted like, Spiritfarer. Oh, OK. Sure. Yeah, I think Sean did Among Us, or something. You know, like you know, that. Among Us is a fair choice too. That's fair, and they got yeah, a couple of awards. Some to be fair, heavy so. hitters. It won a heavy bunch of awards, did, not as much as The Last of Us, but it won a, a few awards. No, sure. my God, Last of Us. <clears throat> um, before before we get into all the game talk, though, Paul, I came to you. Yeah, I came to you with a gift of Ted Lasso is a show worth watching, and it sounds sure. like you watched it. Yeah, we've, it's too short, man. It took one night. <laughs> like, it's not very... It's well, it's only 10, 10 episodes. episodes. Like, I don't know if that's and short. That are half an hour. It's very short, yeah. Um, um, it's too short because that is such a delightful show. Oh, it's so it's good, just, right? And it's just... I like how every character is written in that show. Like, some yep. of them are kind of conniving and shitty, and some of them are, like, wholesome or whatever. But, like, they feel like real people. They're not just, like, I'm the evil person that's always evil because evil... Like they yeah. have like, uh, they're like hurt and damaged people and that like they come they're around like real and they characters. Have it reminds me of, um, like yeah, sex education, that show where it's like every character yeah. is just written <laughs> so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Ted Lasso himself is just like, he carries that show. Doesn't, very, yeah. Doesn't Sudeikis do such a good job? Yeah. There's it, a lot of great characters like Nate, the great love that guy. Like you, yeah. you come out of that show being like, I have, I have like five characters that I just love every time they're going to say something because it's going to leave me with like a big old smile on my face. Honestly, there's only kind of one shitty character and he's supposed to be shitty because he's an arrogant prick. Like that's his whole Jamie? thing. Yeah. Yeah. But he's then he also has prick. like a totally like deep character to himself and whatnot. And there's like some yeah. real character development going on with that. that and Yeah. It's yeah, it's fantastic. Holy smokes. It's, easy, so good. it's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Just straight yep. out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, pretty very crazy. Good. Like it came out of nowhere and it's like on the top <laughs> of like all the like what shows from 2020 do you need to watch? And it deserves it. Like that is it is such yeah. a funny and wholesome show. Honestly, it's not that like even we wanted to binge it or anything. It's just that we couldn't stop watching because it just felt good to watch. It was just like yeah. a nice little funny thing. That had genuine laughs in it, good writing, good characters, and like none of it. N- at no time does it feel like, oh, things are going to go really, really bad. Like at w- worst, they're going to go bad, but then there's going to be a moment of like understanding because that's yeah. what he does. Do you have a um, like a favorite <laughs> episode? Probably the one that stands out to me. 
I think it's episode four. It's the one where his family comes to visit him. Yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt, <laughs> but it's like bit. it's so well done. Yeah. There's some really good moments in that one. For yeah, sure. there's some good stuff in there. Um, Danny Rojas, football is life. That oh, my God. Great. He's so good. He's, he's so happy. Yeah. <laughs> football's life. <laughs> or yeah, the one episode where so they're like, this <clears throat> this room is haunted. We need to fix that. It's like, what? <laughs> where did this come out of nowhere? What is yeah. this episode? Yeah. Another super heart, like, touching one as well. Um, yeah. Oh, so yep. I, uh, I can't recommend I can't recommend that show enough. It's on Apple TV Plus if people are wondering how to get a hold of it. I think it's worth like drop the $5 for a month to binge that, then cancel your subscription. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Or if you get a free trial or uh, yep. there's other ways to get things on the internet if you know where to look. It's yeah, worth I mean, it. Yeah, it's that goes without saying. It's the internet. Mm-hmm. It's super worth it. And like, like uh, I think you were saying last week and then I was saying after watching this, it's just nice to have a show that isn't just like beating you over the head with depression or like really, really terrible things happening or COVID talk or like it's just completely like agnostic of all bad things. Really, it's just so nice. It's really good. Some comedy for sure. Yep. 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 Um, other than that, what have you guys been up to for the last week or two or two weeks as it's been? Mm, not really all that much. We've been working on bathroom renovation stuff. So we're getting our, uh, the bathroom in our, uh, master bedroom redone. So we've been okay. uh, checking right out, on. you know, tile stores and flooring stores and getting stuff yeah. ordered in <clears> for that. Been working sure. a lot, uh, recording a lot. That's that's why I missed uh, the podcast last week is I was in like a six hour recording session and I was like, I can't right now. I need to eat. So that's yeah. why I missed the podcast. Sure. Anything you can talk about or not really? Not yet. Nothing. Nothing yet. Just know that uh, there's going to be a lot of me on YouTube next year at this rate. Okay. Okay. Based, based on how much we just recorded. Did something like facilitate this change or just wanted to just just a lot just okay. a lot sure sure right on i um i watched spider-man one like 2002 spider-man which, one again which on the weekend. one <laughs> okay yeah yeah uh this okay you know, are you them for yeah so with with all the talk of like you know spider-man three the, the next one sounds like they're doing a live action spider-verse you know, everyone's kind of coming back, whatnot. Uh, my girlfriend hasn't seen the Sam Raimi trilogy. Right. Ah, okay. She also hasn't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2, and she can't remember any of Amazing Spider-Man 1. So we're probably... So gonna you're going to watch all of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you should see the Sam Raimi one. Like, those first two mm-hmm. movies, you like, at one point, they were, like, the best superhero movies we had. Two is yep. really yeah. good. Yep. Um, Two's still good. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to probably watch that one this weekend. That first movie, it looks old. <laughs> the computer yeah, graphics I think it's look like 2000, old. 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he like first gets his powers and it's anytime he's like Spider-Man, it's it's like dark for the most part. And it's and they put like a CG guy. And it looks so bad. Um, <laughs> a lot of like 90s haircuts all sure, over yeah. that. Yeah. Um, 
uh, like Flash looks like a goof with his like slicked up hair and whatnot. Um, also weird that they like replace that actor with um, Topher Grace in the third movie. Yeah. Uh, but that the third movie is a whole other thing. Uh, and, you know, I had to basically kind of explain to her like, hey, you know, so what's different in this is typically mm-hmm. Spider-Man can't shoot webs out of his arms. He makes webs blasters and. And yeah, sure. there's J. Joma Jameson. He's great. You saw yep. him in 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 um, Far From Home, and that was that's why everyone was freaking out over that. Um, sure, but still, just a good movie. Like William Defoe, like carries that movie. He's so great. I think Tobey Maguire. So top. I don't know if Tobey Maguire is like a good actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know he, either. He, he was a good Peter Parker, but a bad Spider-Man. And then was it Andrew Garfield was the other way around. He was a great Spider-Man, but he was a bad Peter Parker. I think I've heard that. I actually just really like Andrew Garfield, uh, just kind of in general. And I, I like his acting. But just but Tom McGuire, I was I was like, you know, just on IMDb while watching. It, I was like, what has this guy done? And it's like not a lot. He has not really done anything since the Spider-Man movies, which maybe he doesn't even have to. He probably made a bank on those he's probably i thought he'd take it a break from acting honestly because yeah i barely remember him doing anything yeah i don't know i guess i guess he'll be back in uh in the new one uh his best role was the creepy dude from sin city oh yeah i forgot he was, was in that sin him city. okay yeah 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 the one with I the do... glasses that like has claws or something oh right yeah yes you're right if I remember, it's a small role, isn't it? Because that's not even like the main. Yeah, villain. yeah, it's like one. It's a fight, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. That's true. I I do often get him and Topher Grace mixed up. I don't know if that's because they were both in the third one. I feel like they just both hmm. kind of occupy similar spaces in my head. Nerdy nineties uh, actor. Yes, you know, skinny <laughs> white boy. Yeah, roughly <laughs> around the same age, I guess. Topher Grace has done a bunch since. Um, but I don't know. They, I, they always just kind of occupy that same space. So seeing in the chat, really the Tom Maguire got stakes. really into high stakes poker. <laughs> so they, there you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any more power to him, but yeah. all right. Uh, let's do the podcast. It is December 17th. This is the top down perspective and I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um, Paul, we got to talk about still the hottest game going on right now. So what have you been playing? Uh, nothing but Cyberpunk 2077. Right on. Uh, All right. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm playing on a decent computer rig, uh, the PC port. And the problems that break the game have been one in total. There's still lots of bugs, but I haven't had many problems with the game, uh, technically. So... That's where I'm coming at it from. This would be a different conversation if I was playing it on console, and I feel bad for people that pre-purchase it on console. Yeah, <laughs> like, I am. I'm bad. still playing it on Xbox. I have really not played that much because um, I am sprinting through 13 Sentinels. Um, sure, but I, you know, I'm like six or so hours in. I've had, I've definitely had some bugs. Nothing game breaking. Sure. Um, yep. Uh, you are also playing it on the console that works. Like, 
I kind of wish one of us was playing it on the PS4 so they could be like, what the fuck or something. But <laughs> we don't have that representation here. Oh, is it worse on PlayStation? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we have a- we have conversations <laughs> in the news about uh, about PlayStation right yeah. now. But right. So, so like it's bad on PS5 because it's just kind of unoptimized. But apparently on PS4, it's broken to shit like it's barely playable. And that's really too bad. That sucks. Yeah. Apparently, same with the Xbox One as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same problems. Uh, so, knowing that, I'm having a lot of fun with this broken pile of shit. Uh, I think I heard it best from somebody who said the game is about 80% done. That's probably about right. Uh, there's a lot of things that are missing, like good AI pathing. Um, I think there's no actual models of people rendered in vehicles in the city, until like you go up to their car because a lot of times you just don't see anybody unless they're t-posing outside of the car while it's driving by um there's no motorcycles randomly in the city there are parked like littered around but there's never anybody driving motorcycles because they didn't want to render people on a vehicle in the city uh there is a distinct lack of weird like things in the environments here and there there's a lot of pop in in a bunch of different city areas um there's a lack of cosmetics that is kind of a bummer to me uh because like you look around the city and you're just like okay there's like a lot of cool looks you can do or whatever and while those pieces of clothing and stuff exist as armor there's no like transmog system or something where you can like kind of set a look so you always have that weird mmo problem of this is the better thing so i look like a trash can now (laughs) rather than like a cool cyberpunk person because armor is better um the enemy ai is basically non-existent uh which makes some of the more important fights feel like kind of a joke when i can literally go up the stairs jump over them and they are literally stuck in the stairs now and i can just shoot them from like at the bottom of the stairs while they can't move um i haven't had gunplay anything that bad i've had the only thing combat that's messed up for me is i had like a <clears throat> a uh not a boss character but like one of like a heavy dude show up from an elevator yeah. but he was stuck in the elevator <laughs> uh, okay so i just kind of yeah. shot him a whole bunch and that was the end of the fight I don't know if it was supposed to get really hard at the end there, but it, he broke, so sure. I moved on. Sure, yep. Um, the gunplay's bad. It just feels bad. Um, it, I guess like it gets better if you get a gun that can one-shot enemies like a sniper rifle from a headshot because you only need the one shot at that point, and that's I've been fine. enjoying shotguns. Okay. Uh, I've been playing kind of like a i wanted to build kind of a stealth hacker like sort of thing so i basically have nothing in like what would be the equivalent of dex and uh strength in this game is body um i can't remember technical ability is one of the things this like the crafting tree i don't have anything in. i have everything basically in hacking and uh stealth stuff so I've been having a lot of fun because I'm able to just like get into people's brain and basically explode their brain or like stun them or blind them and then like fuck them up with whatever I have equipped at the moment or whatever. But a lot of the times I'm just kind of skulking around, taking dudes out, 
like one by one from the shadows and it's super super fun there hasn't been a single terminal i haven't been able to hack and get a bunch of money from uh because i've been keeping up with that primarily uh that game just feels so fucking cool when you're a hacker person i can't imagine playing that game as just a person who's shooting because i really don't like the shooting the melee is a little bit better but it's kind of boring also i'm not a huge huge fan of the melee i will say that the parry system is surprisingly really good and kind of necessary to like get good at for some of those weird boxing matches that you have to do around the city. Um, the driving is fucking terrible. I hate the driving in the game, except now that I have a motorcycle, it's a little bit better because it doesn't do the GTA thing of you fall off the motorcycle. You can smack into stuff and you're still on it because it acts like a car. That doesn't. I, thought, I found the driving fine once I switched <laughs> to third person camera. So I'm just bad at first person driving. No, I sure uh, for the first person driving. I don't know that that's possible. It made me sick <laughs> doing it. So okay. I also use third person. Um, and then, of course, there's the weird performance issues of even if you have a really good card, you can't play this in 4K uh, 60 frames. You just, If you have the best card on the market, you can't. It's not optimized for it. Uh, 1080, it's fine. But uh, if you have like the best of the best. It kind of sucks that you can't play this ultra 4K at 60 on the best systems out there steadily. Um, And if you have a lower... So I have a buddy who has a system that, by all rights, should be able to run this pretty okay because it's maybe, let's say, a step or two above the minimum specs. So not like great or anything, but only about five to seven years old or something, right? Not too, too old. Uh, he can barely run this thing in windowed at low settings because it's just so like laggy and shitty for him. <laughs> so I don't know. It's one of those weird things of you have, you almost have to get it on PC, see if you can run it and then refund it if you can't, because everybody's PC is acting different w- with it as well. There's even reviewers who are like, no, I can't get past this or whatever. There's been little hacks in the I and I file where, what a big problem that's happened also is that the settings have defaulted so that PC is using the same amount of RAM um, and like resources as the PlayStation and Xbox. So you have to go into the INI file to change that to be like, hey, I actually have a like video card that can handle this. So bump it up so that it like it has allocated more resources. Just weird little shit like that. There's been a whole bunch of like forum posts and stuff on people optimizing how to play this game, which shouldn't be the case on a AAA release like this at all. Everything about this game just feels like it needed at least another year cooking. And then maybe it would have been fine. And that's a bummer. Doesn't this always happen with CD Projekt Red, though? Like even since Witcher 1, I've always heard their games are buggy messes right at launch. This is a special kind of buggy mess, for sure. It's way worse than the Witcher games, even. Like, a lot of times That's things impressive. are just broke. It's almost, it's actually, people have been saying it's kind of Bethesda-y. It's su- super true. It, like, it has the Bethesda problem of being just kind of like a giant piece of shit, but it's fun. So, like, you want to keep playing it. Uh, so you are I'm actually just, enjoying the game. Okay. I love it. I absolutely love the game. It's just that it's buggy and messy and everybody who is having problems with like, it's hard to reconcile in my mind that I'm enjoying this thing 
that fucked over a lot of people that they flat out lied about with some stuff and the whole crunch thing behind like everything about the background of what this game is almost makes me feel bad for enjoying it as much as I am because those are all valid complaints uh but at the end of the day I really like the world that they built I think Night City is one of the coolest uh open world cities I've ever played a game in um I really like the side missions I've been doing nothing but side missions because every side mission actually has like a story and writing in it it's not just the simple like kill all these guys and get me a thing they all have like a reason for why you're doing stuff in that world uh there's so many good things about this game and that's why it sucks that it's like I can't really share this with people without knowing that there's really bad shit in here (laughs) like there's that in a lot of cases this some people can't even play this fucking thing and then i don't know man it's weird i'm really liking it but that's because i am fortunate enough to have something that can run it kind of at what like roughly the best it can run at right now um yeah i don't know and like this game was never going to be I was gonna Sorry. say my version one's runnable. I I have no game breaking sure. bugs or anything like that. Like I can play through it. I'm in a weird position of it's like should I wait for that first patch that's coming like a month from now? Yeah, that's the thing I'm thinking of too. Is like I'm having a lot of fun with it, so I'm fine. This is the type of game that they can either Fallout seventy six it, ignore it, and it gets worse and kills off a large part of their player base, or they can No Man's Sky it, and in a year or two. It's one of the best games ever created. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm assuming they will fix it with how yeah, big I'm, this thing is. I, uh, yeah, I No Man's hope. Sky plans more better because, like, Witcher Three again had a buggy launch, yeah. but they cleaned yep. up and got a lot of Game of the Year awards. Yep, true. I, I, I mean, I hope so. It, I also kind of feel like maybe they're just biting off a little more than they can chew. Oh, like they a extremely lot of this- did. A lot of this stuff is not in their wheelhouse, right? Like the there should it would be cool if there was like a parkour system in this, which there really isn't. Titanfall games like the Titanfall games and Apex or whatever. They know how to do movement. The shooting, like I kind of wish that like they were able to do Call of Duty, even Borderlands style shooting. Like it feels a little bit off the melee. It would have been nicer. It feels like they're trying a whole bunch of stuff and maybe for a lot of them, this is their first time doing some of these systems that, like, other games have just done better. And they're, I don't know, it's weird because it feels like an older game, if that makes sense. Like, mm. it feels like a game that's been in development for four to eight year, no, <laughs> years. No, because it has been. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a lot of that stuff doesn't bug me too, too much. I just think it would have been cooler if, like, it felt like a more modernized game in how it plays with all the really cool story and world building stuff in it. Um, it's not a game breaker by any means. It just, just kind of wish it like played a little bit better, but still been having fun with it. Um, I wish it was a little more cyberpunky in some of the stuff you could do. The fact that I don't have a flashlight or night vision is ridiculous. Um, because there's a, re- a lot of real dark areas in that game. <laughs> really dark areas. 
yeah, I don't know. The fact that I can't get a haircut or change my hair is really weird. That's like a pretty basic open world thing. Yeah, that part's kind of weird. I think it's um, when you call your car, it's pretty hilarious because it works like, mm-hmm. you know, like calling like your horse in Assassin's Creed. The, yep. the It'll just oh, kind of God. appear somewhere and then run towards you. But you can be in like a spot where it's like a car really shouldn't <laughs> be here, but it wants to. And it'll just spawn in and just ram around different stuff. <laughs> and so, so I was like, cool, I got my car. It's ba- it's pretty much on fire at this point because it yeah. rammed into so many stuff. But it's yep. here. Thanks, car. <laughs> yep. It, it is. It is so weird. Um, but that's kind of one well, of those fun bugs. So, fu- um, future cops are the worst. I know what they were trying to do. Where there's kind of like you could almost. I understand this idea in the future that you can almost like have thought crimes happening or whatever and like the cops can be ready when before you do something these cops just like if you do anything illegal they literally spawn from behind you and they start shooting at you so like you never ever 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 want to do anything illegal which is fine break the law kind of but like it's even when nobody else is around i shot a dude who's a scumbag in like his apartment in a closed room with nobody else around a cop was outside waiting for me shooting at me so i just had yeah, to reload the always watching man that's that's our future that's the cyberpunk future cameras everywhere they got you chipped sure it's bad gameplay it's bad gameplay it just is sure. like uh yeah i don't know and that seems basic too because if you are able to run away just a little bit you can like shoot at the cops, run away a little bit so that they don't see you anymore. Do a quick spin around and they'll despawn like because because it's a broken game. If there's a car wreck and cars are backed up and you do a qu- few spin arounds, a f- those cars will despawn. Uh, people will despawn if there's if you shoot your gun in the air and cause like a mass ride of people like running away and you're not looking at them anymore. They despawn instantly. Just weird shit like that. <laughs> That's like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it's great. It might even be like a game of the year contender in some ways. Wow. It's broken. It is a broken pile of shit. And I know it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing else to talk about with this game without talking about story stuff. The story stuff's great for what it's worth. It's kind of the only cyberpunky like real thing that's going on there with a weird story of weird weird shit going on that obviously we're not going to talk about because spoilers uh but yeah cyber ghosts <laughs> yeah exactly how far did All you right. get into it sean uh i'm just after meeting keanu doesn't uh, no that means nothing to me how many hours have you put in oh i, I like five six okay okay Gotcha. So you haven't really done like much of the side stuff at all then? No, I've been doing just uh, story for the most part. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, John, what have you been up to? All right. Well, uh, I got my PS5 and I got my Xbox in. So I've got, I'm caught nice. to the next gen now. <clears throat> Welcome. So of course. Are you, are you excited uh, about after- next gen yet? Nope. <laughs> Wow. Still not. I don't. I don't even believe you, man. You're playing it. I see you playing it. I don't believe you. Yeah, but you know what I'm playing on it. We'll, we'll talk about it. All right, we'll, we'll get there when we get to it. But um, I'm seeing. A, I'm seeing a list of good games. 
Uh, really? Well, I'm seeing most are good. Sure. Uh, all right. So as as I've talked about in previous podcasts, uh, played through Spider Man the remaster and then did all the DLC and yep. said by the end of the DLC, I was a bit burned out. Wasn't sure if I was going to give Miles a try. Ended up doing yep. it anyways. So I've played through all of Miles Morales. What just sure? Think? That is a game. Oh, you didn't like it? Okay. Uh, I mean, it was okay. But also, after sure. having played all of PS4, it's just, oh, it's just that again, but with uh, different moves. Uh, the stories, the story was good. I enjoyed the story a lot. Sure. Definitely the strong point of it, but also, like, the gameplay was otherwise the same. Yep. So, uh, that's a great expansion pass for Spider-Man Remastered. And I'm glad that Miles yep. has, like, had good representation. I'm glad that the story was great. I'm glad actually yep. it tells its story really well. I'll give it that. The story I I think I enjoyed more than Peter's, even though it was much sure. shorter. Okay. I've heard that. Sure. Uh, but I got I got a couple gripes with it. Uh, one being that I really hate that they knew the game was short, so they locked things behind New Game Plus. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Because uh, I saw that and I'm like, all right, well, I'm never never using any of those things. Uh, I didn't like that he had, like, uh, his gadgets weren't as good as Peter's, which makes sense, storyline-wise, but was a bit of a right. bummer. But you also get the Venom attacks, which are, like, yeah, the Venom attacks are than everything. The, the Venom attacks are really good, but man, <clears> like, <throat> I, there, a lot of the really good, like, tools that Peter has, like, straight up Miles does not have. Yeah, it's true. He's lacking in that department. Yeah. Um... What else was it? Uh, I don't think it makes the combat worse, I like that. though. Hmm? Like, the I don't... Tools, even or? though he doesn't have some of those tools, he gets other tools that Peter doesn't have that... Like, I don't think the combat is worse. That's true. That's true. Not really. Uh, one thing I hate, though, is that, again, they brought back that stupid get 100-hit combo trophy and, like, get 60 <laughs> hits yeah. in this thing. And guns just stop combos. Now, Peter yeah. had, like, an ability you could attach that actually kept your combo going miles doesn't have that straight up right i don't know if they just expected you to just mid combo just turn on camouflage randomly but like his uh it's just it was near impossible to even get the 50 half the time oh really i was because gonna say was just, like, i think i accidentally got to 90 something at one point <laughs> just wasn't even trying no. P- peter i got like 130 like i like great but i had to have that item on uh like miles i just could not get the traction i needed because like shots would be faster or I wouldn't see the shot marker on them. Sure. Okay. Uh, but I liked what, how they, uh, I liked how they did the, uh, like the challenges, like having Pete, hollow Peter train, train them. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. liked, uh-huh. I liked how they actually worked in some like of Peter's villains, but giving, uh, miles his, his proper ones, including some characters I even recognize from the little bit I know about miles story. Uh, I like the final, like Peter mission. Like the final yeah, that one was really fight. cool. That's so that, was cool. that was actually really neat. What That's is your really what was funny. your go to yeah, like suits? That. Which suits did you like? Uh, once I unlocked the Daft Punk one, I stuck with the Daft Punk one. That's like the Marvel cool twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty cool suit. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it, but uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's because I just also played through remastered and all that. I I think I just I kind of went in there with some Spider Man <clears> fatigue. <throat> Sure. So I was just like, when I was done, I'm like, all right, cool. Bye. Sure. That's going too bad. Yeah. But I mean, I, 
And I also have, like got like no glitches in my playthrough. With all the cool glitch videos oh, I was yeah. seeing online, I had like maybe one. And I don't even remember. It wasn't even that good from what I remember. Like, wait, are you saying you all my glitches? glitches were in remastered? Yeah, actually, people were having oh, okay. shit happening, like turning into the sides of houses. I was disappointed none of that was happening. Okay, yeah, I didn't have any bugs. Usually, most of the most of the time, people don't want their game to be buggy. <laughs> I, as you can tell, I'm an exception. Uh, but yeah, no, that that game's all right. Like, I would recommend it. Um, just don't maybe play through all of the previous game right before it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. Other than that, on my Xbox One X, I've been playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Yeah. Okay. Was That's like that game you got again. The new <laughs> Xbox. I so I was playing this before I got the new Xbox. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that is that game again, just straight up. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Warts, warts and all. It, it's it's fun, but I also <laughs> forgot how frustrating it can be at times. Yes. Yeah, and, and just really a bummer that you just cannot turn off the uh, the music. You think they would have updated that part? Yeah. Why? Yeah, what's so. what's wrong with the music? Is I don't rem- does it have a bad soundtrack? I don't remember. It, no, it's got a great soundtrack. It's just all super copyright heavy, so I can't stream oh. it. Okay. So I have to, I have to turn off music straight up if I want to do that because there there is some incidental like actually made for the game music in there, but you have to turn it all off if you want it. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's no, that's a fun racing game. Still, still good to see that there. It still plays well. Uh, yep. <clears throat> on stream this week, we went through a couple different games for game clearing. On Monday, we beat Alien Infestation. So this was a, a Metroidvania made by Way Forward, based on the Aliens universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game, it's a DS game. It was interesting. Like the actual adventuring around was fine, but like the boss fights were just brutal. And the way the game worked was that you had a you had a group of four characters and each time one got killed off, that was essentially a one up. So you would just lose okay. characters and had to go get new ones along the way. And some of the okay. boss fights just completely wiped our party like we we did not end with the same party we started with. It was rough. Hmm. Uh, but other than the way too spongy, way too brutal bosses, like the game itself was OK. Right on. Uh, we then played uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, the game for the Game Gear, which is just actually <laughs> okay. a surprisingly competent 2D fighting game on the Game Gear. Oh, okay. okay. It was actually a pleasant surprise. It was really fun. But how we also it, beat how do you stream like uh, Game Gear games. Uh, so I have for my Genesis capture, I have a uh, Mega SG, the analog system, and they recently started selling uh, adapters for other types <clears> of. <throat> Sega games, so Master System and Game Gear can be streamed through this Sega Genesis. Okay, all right, yeah. So yeah, so that's how I stream Game Gear stuff now. Right. Uh, but we beat that really fast, so we started playing <laughs> co-op Crackdown Three, and okay. that was a oh. lot of fun, actually. Okay, yeah. So uh, Crackdown Three, as far as I'm aware of, uh, is wait, hang on, let me, let me pause right there. Co-op. You said you said some of your list is good. Are you about to tell me Crackdown One is not a good game? Because I thought you were going to say Three is the bad one here. Nope, I'm about to tell you Crackdown One's the bad one. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So uh, playing it co-op was super fun. Just it was just two. I think it's the only one of the three games that's capped at two for co-op. I think. I think I know Crackdown One has four player support, and I think two did too. I think I've only played them with two, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, 
that game is just it was very much the epitome of ooh a piece of candy because it was fun being like all right well let's let's go over here okay oh hey there's some orbs oh hey there's like a mission we gotta do oh hey there's like a bunch of enemies oh hey there's a car oh hey there's more orbs it just kept going constantly and yeah. it was surprisingly fun uh like we were having a great blast doing it and we're gonna continue it uh next week on stream so next monday we're gonna continue co-op uh but i had played two hours of it on stream and i just really wanted to play more but i didn't want to like accidentally make any progress in the main game and screw over sure. the stream so i decided right. to go play crackdown one instead because if you own crackdown I, I don't know if it's just straight up or if it's if you own crackdown <laughs> three but crackdown one and two are free on xbox it's not if you own three hmm. uh they just gave those two games away oh okay well then yeah I played Crackdown 1, and I was uh, I was excited for it, because so I'm like, all right, everyone tells me this is the better one, so I'm sure I'll enjoy this more. It's going to be rougher on the edges, because it's older, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah. And the first zone was actually a lot of fun. The driving was cool. The uh, Grabbing the uh, agility orbs was just as addicting as I remembered uh, hearing about. Like The shooting was all right. A little weird, but okay. I was enjoying it. The first island was great. Uh, then I got to the second island, and everything went bad. Just I kept See, I dying. I don't remember like any differences. I and the second island, uh, everyone just threw grenades everywhere, and the grenades were killing me instantly. Uh, the the geography was really hard to climb and grapple around. So much stuff was out of reach. They wanted you to go around and try to find all the other, like try to get your agility even higher before you could even get like even some of the warp points. Uh, getting to some of the warp points was a pain in the ass. Just like the the. Uh, the gang leaders you're trying to kill off are just way more aggressive and sometimes could just drain your health meter in an instant. Like it just was a miserable time. Like Island two, I just kept dying constantly, uh, which Can't made you it hard. Also, it, maybe I'm thinking of two. Can't you just take them on in any order you want? You can. Okay. Maybe you weren't supposed but, to be at that Island yet. Maybe you're supposed no, to go like the other way. No, so it's it starts you in island. So they they literally show them an order. So I'm like, okay, island one. Oh, I'm literally okay. here. They told me to go here, and then island two uh, was actually the last one I went to originally because I went to the other island, died instantly. I'm like, okay, let's go to the other island, and it was just as bad. So, uh, yeah, no, like the what they wanted you to do specifically was you can fight any of them in any order, but they want you to fight the lower ranked ones first to make the medium rank ones easier. And then fighting the medium rank ones makes the actual kingpin easier. So they okay, wanted you yeah. to specifically go in this order. And if you try to break out of it, like you just died instantly, like enemies just melted you like crazy. And that was probably my biggest gripe is just randomly like an, a random mook could just end your entire health meter. Like your health restored stupid, slow, uh, everyone could snipe you from miles away with a shotgun. Like it's, I don't, it was not fun. It's definitely, uh, smacked of like first game in a series issues. It just, it felt like a grind by the end. And then when I like finally got to the third zone, enemies had heat seeking rocket launchers and any explosion at all. If you're within any part of the explosion range makes you ragdoll and you can't get out of ragdoll until you've rolled on the ground for a little bit or it lights you on fire and then you stay on fire for a while continuing to take damage till you either die or it wears out 
So uh, constantly just being on a skyscraper, getting heat-seeking rocket launched off of the skyscraper, and then having to climb back up the skyscraper. But you can't climb up the specific one you were on. You have to go find the other one that was easier to climb and then make the jumps over and hope that the homing rocket launchers didn't get you again. Uh, I hate like it. you need some homing rocket launchers. I did. Actually, That's that was when I had fun was when I also had homing rocket launchers. It's yeah, a shame that's... that there were usually multiple people that also had homing rocket launchers. So I got one shot in before I got shot two times, fell off a building, had to find the right building to climb back up, and continued over and over. Yeah, I don't remember having struggling with one, but that was also a long time ago, I... so... Who knows? Yeah, no, I, I, by the end of it, I was just like, I'm so done with this. <laughs> even like, I was so mad. Reese was even like, why are you still playing this? You sound like you're angry. I'm like, I am, but I'm like two thirds done the game already. Like I would be stupid to stop now. So I beat the whole game in the, in the one day. And, uh, <laughs> then I was like, okay, no, this was a bad idea. Did not like it. And then the next day, I, I'm waiting around uh, for the cat to come inside. I'm like, you know what would be fun to play? Crackdown 2. So I downloaded Crackdown 2 and started playing that last night. But I'm not far enough to say anything. But it already sure. feels better <laughs> by a sense. lot. So Yeah. So we'll yeah, see if that I can remember persists. from these is like, they're all the same game. The second one has like zombies. Yes. The first um, one also has zombies, but they're to a much, much lower scale. Like, okay. The plot of two is like, yeah, the zombies from one are now the main focus. So yeah. Terry, Terry Crews is in three, right? Terry Crews is yeah, in three. Yeah. You can play yeah. as Terry Crews. That's right. Yeah, he's um, he's straight up one of the characters you get in three. Like three has you start with like six available operatives, and then there's a bunch of other agent DNA you can find to unlock more. Right, but like even if you, even if you don't fine. pick Terry Crews, yeah, yeah, two, but two. I'm thinking, I'm thinking is going to be the one that actually might keep me interested. But like two is also the shortest <laughs> one, which also makes me happy. Well, three is three is the shortest one, but two looks like it's going to be the same length. Yeah, I think that the downside to all these games though is that they're all the same game. Like they don't do much different yeah. with each one. I remember yeah. that was the big thing with three is it was like this was in development forever, and it's the same exact game. Like, what happened here? Yeah, well, it's also three different studios. Each studio, like, the, each game's been done by a different studio, which has been interesting to see. Like, you can see, like, okay, here's some, like, improvement. Here's literally the same thing. It's, it's weird. It's it's interesting seeing the progression between the three, despite it being all completely different teams. Right. Three was also one of the early, like, here's a here's a massive game on Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, the three was also supposed to be the launch title for the Xbox One X, and that got delayed a bunch. So, oh yeah, I think you're right. That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I'm curious to see if uh, if two hooks me a bit more than one did because one burned me pretty hard by the end, but three was still fun, and uh, the start of two has been fun so far. So we'll see how this goes by the end. But yeah, no, uh, definitely can't recommend Crackdown One right now. I just don't know why you would play Crackdown 1 right now <clears throat> when you have access I, to 3. <laughs> so. Well, because I can't play 3 at the moment because it's for stream. So Right. No, I'm just saying like, if you were recommending it to someone, I just don't know why you would not just recommend 3. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like I said, most people say like, – I had a, a lot of people say to me like Crackdown 1 is the best of the 3, so you should play Crackdown 1. So I figured I would listen to them. 
And I, one other thing about Crackdown 1, I didn't realize how ridiculous that game is to 100%. They want you to win every, like, vehicle race with every vehicle in the game. And there's, like, two <laughs> dozen <Nice>. different vehicles? That's <laughs> fucking insane. Yeah, that's gross. That's funny, but man. That's also, like, who even has any driving stats? Like, who's driving? That, that's the other thing. Game. Like, yeah. driving is yeah. so useless. Yeah, it's completely the, the the only good thing about driving is when you do get the driving stats and then you get in a car, the car transforms. That was a better car Seeing that was based neat. on your stats. That's yeah. cool. But at the same time, it's like I could jump there. Like, what, know. Are, you ta- yeah. what are we doing? That's here? the crazy thing. And then like seeing that yeah. all three games have some focus on driving. I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't I don't know why driving is still in that game. Uh, I uh, you know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. Playing it really just made me want to play Saints Row 4. That's all it did. Well, yeah, Saints Row is 4 is the better crackdown. Saints Row 4 is the I better crackdown, so. straight up. It ate's lunch. That's all I've been sure. playing, other, other than <laughs> Infinite Pacross. Um, all right, I got a new phone, so I've been going back to play some mobile games. I finally played through all of Next Stop Nowhere, which is the most recent... Not the most recent? Yeah, the most recent... Um, oh, what is that studio called that did After Party and Oxenfree? Night School Studios. The most recent game. It's on Apple Arcade. That game's fine if you're looking for a narrative-focused adventure game. It, it's fine. It's it's kind of buggy in its user face and whatnot, so it's definitely not their best one. <clears throat> I still think Oxenfree is probably their best one. I started out The Pathless, another Apple Arcade game. This is also on... Um, it was a PS5 launch title. I hear this game's great. This is by the Abzu developers. Um, this is the Falcon one, right? there is a there's a falcon um it's not uh like focused on the falcon uh you might be thinking of um like the falconeer isn't that a game that came out somewhat recently yeah that might be you might might also be thinking of falcon age Ugh. um all right so i would not i'm gonna say this is not the falcon one that you're probably thinking of um this one is the movement is too fast for touch controls. So I have not really uh-huh. played more than about 45 minutes with this. It does have um, controller support. So I do plan to sync a controller to it and play more of it. Um, but I just didn't have that around on me the one night I was playing some Pathless. So I hear the Pathless is really cool, though. I'm going to get back to it some more. Cool. I I jumped into Fall Guys Season 3 yesterday because that came out. Yeah. Um, I can say... They fixed a lot of problems from season two. Specifically, there is a custom game mode you can just play that is new only new stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to see the new stuff and only <laughs> the new stuff? Play this one, which that was my big gripe with season two. I still think with season two, there's some a few levels I haven't seen because they just mixed <laughs> them in there and then gave you the middle finger. That's um, really funny. <laughs> one kind of weird thing about this one, though, um, it seems like... I'm not sure how many new levels there actually is, but they're all in the same order when you play this game mode. So when it does its little like roulette thing of, oh, what you going to get? It's like, why are you fucking with me? I know it's going to be this one. It's always this one. What? Like, what? (laughs) You think I'm like four years old? Come fight me. Well, Um, I mean, because some games only work with like over four or like 40 or whatever, over 20. Right. So I think there might actually be only four stages. A first stage, a (laughs) second tier stage, one third tier stage, and one fourth tier stage. Yeah, probably. So 
So I think it's a really good like 30 minutes you're going to get with season three before you're like, okay, I have played the new first stage eight times. I have played the new second stage eight times. I played the new third stage four times and I played the new fourth stage twice. I've seen it all. Thank you for a great 30 minutes, Fall Guys. I will see you in two to three months. Two months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the new stages are good, though. They got some f- fun new designs. Specifically, that second stage is it's a constant slide where you have to go off these jumps and get through rings. And then once yeah. you get to the bottom of the slide, you warp back to the top. And it's just who can get 15 points first, like the first 20 people. So that's that's new. That's cool. Um. The third stage is like a big tower that everyone starts in like a big ring on the outside and they have to get to the top of the tower and the top like 10 or whatever move on. That's a cool stage too. Uh, The first stage is fine because there's just a lot of weird things like big punching fists will come out and knock you around. A lot of good like springs that just shoot you off the stage that are fun to experience. And then the the final stage is a... um, a uh, a twist on the hexagon one which is the best final stage in my opinion so i'm glad they're like let's make a new thing like that um sure. but now it's ice cracking below you um oh well, that's pretty good okay which yeah, is good and they're really all nice. stacked really t- on top of each other so it's not like you fall down an area so it's like if the thing cracks below you you can still kind of jump up onto a higher ledge and, or push people into like pits kind of so i think it i think fall guy season three is a fantastic 30 minutes and it's free. Cool. So go have a good 30 minutes. I think after 30 <laughs> minutes, you're going to be done. But I, all I wanted to say is uh, season two was awful and I'm glad <laughs> they, uh, they reworked some stuff for season three. Sure. The game I've been playing the most of this week is 13 Sentinels. It is my goal to get through that game before I uh, head North for the holiday break, which I did the math meant I had to play. I had to play three hours a day of this game every single day before I leave, which so far I've been doing it. So I am about 21 hours into that game. I've played a lot like of the, that game. I like this fundamental difference in this game that we have. You're like, I have to play three hours a day. I'm like, I just played 12 hours of this game nonstop. I couldn't stop <laughs> playing it. All right. I mean, I can't, so, so while I was I gone I for like a that. week, you guys just fucking went crazy on this. What, what happened here? Why did this suddenly become the thing that you two just jammed through suddenly? Well, I bought it and then Paul copied me. So it, that, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what um, happened. I, I got into a, a thing where I was like, I want to finish my, my PlayStation games before the end of the year. Cause I'm not taking the PlayStation up with me. That thing is, yeah. I don't know if I could even move it. It's so huge. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, it's basically a part of the apartment at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> built in, built into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like when I, when I move, it's staying here and that is a feature of the apartment. <laughs> The, the next owner can look forward to. Um, yeah. But uh, I, so I wanted to get wrap up all my PlayStation stuff because I'm taking the Xbox up with me. Um, so that's just why I got to jam through this. But it's like a 36 hour game to get uh, all the storylines and whatnot. I will say playing this at the same time as I, the Somnium Files, which I, the Somnium Files is actually from the VLR guy. Yeah, I feel like so far 13 Sentinels is more of a follow up because it's got flow charts on top of flow charts on top of flow charts on top of flow charts. It has a lot of different pathing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that for sure. Um, I still think the battle mode is just 
unnecessary. And every time I have to do it, I'm just like, okay, well, let's just get through these next two hours so I can get back to what I actually want, which is the visual novel. So it's kind of, it's almost hard for me to like recommend this game to fans of visual novels. Cause it's like, look, you're going to be stuck doing this whole combat thing. And the combat is fine. Like I, it's, it's fun enough. It's not, it doesn't seem very throwaway. It's surprisingly deep for it's how very much, deep. Of, yeah. for how small of a percentage compared to the rest of the game it is. Um, I just, I just don't think it was needed. Like, just make that its own game or something, and that would have. But either way, it's got some good music. I was just saying that, uh, that final boss fight on Area One music is an absolute jam. So, look forward to that if you're playing it. Um, other than that, though, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm liking going through the, uh, the character stuff quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul, who's your favorite character? Without giving away spoilers. Oh, uh, Natsuno Minami, probably. Okay, she's the track girl, right? Yeah. Okay. In terms of like story development, I thought Shoes had some pretty crazy moments and reveals in that one. Shu Amaguchi? Sure. They. Um. I will say there's only maybe like one character that doesn't have a bunch of crazy reveals. <laughs> so like, like they're just kind of part of it. They have like a cool, okay. I mean, whatever it's the, it's Yuki, but like her thing with the cat is great. Like, it's not like okay. a lot of crazy reveals, but every time you play as a like story, it's just like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and it connects sure. them all kind of. There's a pretty good, uh, one with, um, the uh, the two military guys talking about new food. It's my favorite part. Like hamburger. <laughs> hamburger oh, and um, I gotta see what won that poll. That I put what is up. what's the other one? The um Yakisoba Pond. Yakisoba Pond. Yeah, and I like that that section even has like its own music that kicks in when they're talking about it. Um so that was a pretty good moment. Um anyway, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying that game. It's it's scratching those itches that I that I was hoping it would, and uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to finish it on time. I, I haven't played much tonight, uh, but I have to hit my quota after this show. <laughs> my quota. <laughs> Do you recommend that I try it out? Because I, I think I bought it before either of you, but, you know, it's me, so I never touched it. Right. I... I Do you like you know, sci-fi you things? Yeah, I love sci-fi. Yeah, yeah you I, should play it. It's like every sci-fi the, idea put The story's cool. I don't see you playing a lot of visual novels, though, and this is a visual novel. no. Him and Reese, this would be a great game for them to play together because it's kind of just like watching a movie. Yeah, that actually might be a good idea because we don't really have anything we're playing through at the moment. So this this would be perfect for it. Yeah, we were debating digging into like a dragon. So, yep, I understand that game is literally 80 hours long. Yeah, probably. It is by far the longest Yakuza game. (laughs) No, 80 is not the longest Yakuza game. Well, I just, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just saying for what I was hearing is Yakuza games are long, and this is the longest one. Uh, main story, 46 hours. Completionist, 93 and a half. That is still 40 hours shorter than Completionist on Yakuza 0. Oh, weird. Okay. Well, Yikes. I heard wrong. Yeah, Yakuza 0, uh, 31 for story, so it's shorter story-wise, but if you do everything, it's long. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, yeah, no, if, yeah, I'm, uh, you'll probably enjoy it, but again, it is a visual novel, so don't expect, you know, like, yeah. all you 
all the combat from Yakuza to be there. Like I said, the combat parts in this part is like not even 10% of this game. I mean, I know it's vanillaware and they they're enjoyable. They do enjoyable stuff. That's why I picked it up because it was vanillaware. Weirdly enough, vanillaware gameplay stuff is always super, super fun. This is definitely them being like the gameplay is fine. It's the story that we wanted to work on this time around. Hmm. Like rather than like mechanics and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it I, honestly I, seems I like, it. hey, it's we're working on a visual novel. And then some like Skunk Works team was like, hey, we made this like kind of cool little mini game. Can we put it in your thing? And they were like, uh, sure. OK, <laughs> I guess so. No, why not? We'll figure I do out like a way to the, put it in here. I do like the combat. I think he's being a little overly reductive about it, but I understand. He, but he's also like, rushing through the game. That's Again. the thing is that if you're trying to just get the the story's better. I love the combat, though. I think it's still fun. The combat sections are fine. I'm not grueling my way through it. I just think as a, as a whole, it just kind of just seems unnecessary for what the game is. But sure. And anyway. you kind of put yourself on a timer with it. So like I understand kind of not wanting to do that stuff. <laughs> Luckily, the combat's the- not hard. I'm playing on normal difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even thought to myself, like, should I just knock this down to easy so I can get through it real fast? I don't even need to do that. Like, it's pretty even rare that I need to like heal my units. Um, but yeah. And that's it for all I played. So let's do some news. Um, we mentioned it a little briefly earlier, but let's talk about all the weird shenanigans going on with cyberpunk. Oh my God. A lot. It's there's been a lot. Let's, um, I've been kind of following uh, over at Vice Games. Patrick Klepek has kind of been reporting on like every instance of it. But this kind of basically started with um, earlier this week, people wanting refunds on Cyberpunk, the, specifically the yeah. console ports. Uh, people arguing, you know, you didn't show off what these console ports are. These console ports are are pretty broken. You know, can we get refunds? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> CD Projekt Red basically came out and said, "Yes, get a go, go for it. You can have a refund. Do it," uh, which left a lot of the uh, storefronts and whatnot saying, uh, "What? That's not. That's we not have no. Work. Yeah, we have no deal with you. What are you talking about? Like, what, yeah, what do you? Yeah, what is happening? So, CD Projekt Red basically announced this initiative mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't exist, and then, as such." Uh, companies like Sony basically are getting Sony specifically is kind of the one coming to the top because I think they're being the most like pushing back against these statements. Um, they're getting kind of all the flack over CD Projekt Red kind of sicking the community on them. <clears throat> yeah, super not fair. Um, I mean, I hate fucking sticking up for Sony. Super not fair to Sony for sure. Yeah, uh, but you know what Sony did back, right? Right, so moving yeah. up a few days, so, yeah, pretty much like about mm-hmm. two hours ago, Sony said, yeah. "All right, we're taking it off the store, and you can no longer buy uh, Cyberpunk on the PlayStation Network." Which this is pretty crazy. I can't think of very many games that have been pulled off of PlayStation Network before over something like this. Also, um, they are offering a refund for people that bought it. They did cave. Uh, So the statement from um, Sony uh, Interactive Entertainment, I'll just read it here for you. Cyberpunk 2077 refunds 
SIE strives to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction. Therefore, we will begin to offer a full refund for all gamers who have purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store. SIE will also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store until further notice. Once we have confirmed that you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via PlayStation Store, we will begin processing your refund. Please note that the completion of the refund, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm pretty crazy it's i think this is kind of like a power move on sony's part being like all right if cyberpunk if you're if you're gonna send them to us saying they can get their refunds then this is what we're gonna do and we're gonna say that your game is too broken to be sold um i think that's kind of i think that's kind of the big thing coming into question is how did cyberpunk get through certification in this state well, apparently yeah. that's that was another thing that Patrick reported on. I think it was uh, saying they apparently just promised Microsoft and Sony that they were going to work on it, and then they never did. Right. Well, whether it's never worked on it or just didn't have enough time to do it, and, and that's, that's kind more of than likely the actual conversation. Answer. Yeah, this is the whole, there's yeah. a whole conversation kind of going on right now um, in the community of like. You know, who's at fault? Paul, you said the game needs like another year, 80% done. Is this, you know, managers pushing to get it out? And I'm playing the best case scenario for it. (laughs) And I think it needs another year. (laughs) So I can't imagine. Honestly, at some point, I kind of wish they had been like, listen, we know we're going to offer you refunds for your pre-orders and we know it sucks. This won't run on PS4, my dudes. It just won't like... We can't do it. I'm sorry. Here's your refund. I think that would have garnered less hate than what's going on now. If they were a little more upfront about that, at least that probably would have been. I think with the work, they could have made it work. Well, they couldn't make it work because they were already on a tight deadline, and the game's not done. But like the thing is, even like the the next gen versions are just the last gen version running on a more powerful hardware. That's all that really is. Like it's not even optimized for like the five and the X. True. Right, I don't. But I wouldn't they, knock them. What I'm saying for is that, that they tons shouldn't of have, games. Tons of games don't have, have released the optimization yet. That couldn't run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna Very say I wouldn't. I wouldn't so. knock them for not having a the op, the next gen ports done at this point. Plenty of games don't have those out yet. Uh, yep. You know, Avengers had to push theirs back to next year. Destiny just got it last yep. week. Um. I think the the more part is like these games are running. They're just extremely buggy. Uh, and then I think there's there's a, something to say about just how different they look and, and how low they look uh, compared to a kind of what we were being yeah. shown the whole time. I, I, yeah. Um, at that that point, it's kind of like I understand that. This was kind of the watchdogs thing too, where E3 they showed it running on a supercomputer with everything enabled. And then they dumbed down the PC version, pissed off a bunch of PC gamers so that it was on par with the console version. Like it's a lose lose situation when you dumb anything down or whatever. Honestly, I just think that they should have just said it's not gonna run on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Sorry. It like the hardware just cannot support it. I mean, th- there's no way they could have done that. They'd be losing out on probably the majority of their sales, I would have to yeah. assume, are coming from those well, they're, two platforms. They're definitely losing on it now, and they're shooting themselves in the foot. So Yeah. Uh, 
But it's like, well, you're going to when when you're advertising your game, you're going to want to show it in its best possible light. You're going to want to show it on the most powerful PC you got. PC accounted for 59% of uh Cyberpunk's sales so far. Okay. So, it w- they wouldn't have lost most of, but they would have the lost. But I'm sure I mean, they would've... are losing a huge portion and worse do you think console gamers are ever going to trust CD Projekt Red again after this? I'm, I mean, yeah. like I, most fucking PC people aren't trusting them, and the console and their version works, kind of. So, like, are you asking me? <laughs> are the people who are the most upset going to buy Witcher Four? Because yes, I'm going to say it. Of course they are. Oh yeah, I mean, like at this oh, point, maybe. people are going to forget, and it's going to happen all over again. Because that right. always happens mm. in this industry. Um. I, th- I think there's I think a part of this is just people getting upset because gamers love to get upset whenever they have the chance and they like to yell. They um, definitely deserve to be upset about having a product that doesn't run on their system when it was especially console gamers. That's the reason to get a console, right? You put the game in. It works. Yeah, you don't it's have supposed to, to be reliable. Like, you don't have to deal with a... INI files or like setting tweaks like I do. Like I know what I'm getting into with a game like this console. You should just be able to load it up and it's there. It works. I mean, I think this is more a, a cautionary tale of you got, stop pre-ordering games. There is no good reason to pre-order a game. Yeah, because then they break like some crazy record with like 8 million pre-orders or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like it's great for the developer to be able to say that and the publisher being like, look how many pre-orders we got. But like as a consumer, the fact that we can preload games before we buy them, I know at least I know you can do that on Xbox. That's the only argument I would have for pre-ordering a game is so I could preload it and play it at the minute one. But the fact that I can now preload and then purchase it when it's out and then yeah. immediately play, th- there is no reason to pre-order a game. Totally. And I think it's, I think it is fair for pre- Project Red to show their game in the best possible light. And and if they're not showing what the um, console ports look like, I think that is then on the consumer to ask why and to then maybe not pre-order the console version well, until it's but they're, out. Like, they're until trusted devs though. That's the thing. This is like a triple a company just being like, yeah, whatever. At what point like, is it the consumer's really fault when they, they purposefully didn't give console versions for review out early? Like, I, at what well, point I, is I, again, I don't think that's, that's I think that's just another like red flag that the console person should just know about. And I and I and I feel like, you know, the average person's not going to know that kind of stuff. Right. right. They're the average person will definitely not know that. They've seen all the uh, like there was a huge marketing budget for this. So they're seeing all the commercials. They're seeing it during, you know, football and, and, and basketball. And they're like, yo, I, I love Keanu Reeves. John Wick. That's my guy. Holy smokes. To be fair, I'm never I, harder than when I'm, I'm not. I don't feel bad for anybody that bought this game just because Keanu Reeves is in it. They're a special kind of person that is like, well, you knew what you were getting into. He's still in the game, so you got what you wanted. <laughs> um, hey, he was a huge part of the marketing. Like, like he definitely helped push this game for sure. Um, uh-huh. But I think, I think at some points, like the consumer, you gotta, you gotta do a bit of research. Like, you can't just be that blind. I agree, but what you're describing and what I would like as well is a utopia that doesn't exist. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with Paul on this one. Like, there's no way, like, no matter what, CD Projekt Red fucked up here. Like, there's no question of that. 
Right. Well, I, I mean, I think there's just there's fuck ups on both sides, but for sure, like I think the the, the biggest issue here is the, they put out a broken game because yeah. investors and shareholders pushed they needed this game out because they wanted the sales for this quarter, yada, whatever the reason was. Yep. I'm sure there are plenty of devs that were like, look, this you you we can't you have to stop. Don't put it out. It is so broken. And them saying, ah, we'll just fix it later. The industry lets us fix it later. And that's kind of the thing is like when games come out broken and then get fixed later, no one cares. No one cares that No Man's Sky almost seemed like basically a lie when that came out. No one cares anymore, right? Back then. Oh, well, yeah. Like people don't remember. I remember what that shit show is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nobody remembers that anymore for sure. Cause it's a full game. Yeah, now. Like, and yeah. I'm sure, you know, six months from now, a year from now, this will be a whole thing in the past. And anyone who probably yeah. refunded it, they probably bought it again at a cheaper price. Yeah. Sure. I don't, um, I think you're not, I think you're correct on this one. Yeah. Yep. But, yep. Uh, it um, still sucks no matter what. You're does. right. I, I can almost guarantee. I can see it next year. Next year, there's going to be a game of the year edition of Cyberpunk. I can almost sure. guarantee it. If not next year, like the year after. Well, and you know what? Like a whole... It'll deserve it when that game's fully done. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the other thing is like, I'm sitting here being like, should I wait a month to play it? Because like, you know, I'm not having a bad time, but I'm gonna have a better time in a month easily. Like I can guarantee I will play you playing a better game in a month. And I think like, yeah, so it's, I think this is just a, yet another example of you shouldn't pre-order games. Games keep coming out more and more broken every year. This just happens to be getting so much attention because they put a huge spotlight on themselves. It's a big one. Yeah. With, yep. Yeah. So it's, sure. this was, this, this was, was like the, the one that everyone was pointing it. at as being like the one that was a shoe in for like game of the year this year. This was the right. one they expected. They had yeah. a huge marketing budget. So that's just why it's getting this kind of attention. If this was, if, if, if this was a much smaller game, Sony would not be taking it off the shelves and, Sure. putting up this kind of thing um i don't think that decision came lightly either no there's otherwise no they would have done it right away not wait like a day or two or whatever i think that was one that went through some real executives <laughs> making the decision well for all we know like when when cg product red came to them and said here's our <laughs> list of bugs this is what we're going to fix maybe sony and microsoft bent a few of the rules and said well normally we would we would send you guys back and be like you can't do it, but we're gonna make so much money off of your game. Yeah, maybe we'll look the other way. But you do promise to fix it, right? Like you, come on, hey, we're you we're buddies, right? Like who who know? I'm sure that's probably a scenario where that happened as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's just easily. this kind of shows a good thing of like this is why press get games early. Do you, when do you press think- don't get games early that's a sign of something you know when movies do not get advanced screenings that's often a sign of something like do you think yeah. this is going to be a wake-up call and a bit of a signal to people about like early access games and stuff like that or do you think this lesson just goes completely ignored like a month from now i think early access is kind of a different thing because it's baked in with the idea of it is broken it, right it's now. The, it's, That's the it's whole point. sort of works with the same logic of like that. Like, uh, sure, early access itself is essentially like demo access <laughs> to it. But like, I think I think they'd only be similar if CG Product Red came out and said, "Here is the early access edition of C- of Cyberpunk 2077." I think then it's a similar thing. Um, but they came out saying, "Here it is. You're gonna have so much fun." You know what I mean? Yeah, like. I don't know, man. 
I agree with you, especially in this day and age where you can literally go on Twitch the day a game releases and see what you're getting into for an hour or whatever. YouTube, I mean, game critics have existed for fucking ever. There's like reason, like you should just wait at least to the day of, see what people that you trust are saying about the thing. And then maybe make that decision. Yeah, yeah. if you're going in blind, you know, putting down the whole price early, and I think you're like, I think you're saying, I'm gonna, I'm I'm getting whatever comes out, and the marketing has has said to me, I'm gonna be getting this, and like, you know, so you're you're putting your trust out there, and I I would hope for some people it makes them think next time, maybe I will wait because I kind of got burned on Cyberpunk, and I think that's just a good. like a a good decision for consumers that making yourself a more educated consumer is good for you. Um, and like you said, like it's, it is so easy to just go to whatever website and, and read a couple paragraphs that that even, even less. So, you know, go to Twitch. Like you said, it's so easy when we were kids though, it's way harder to find that kind of information. It was, you know, Twitch didn't exist. I mean, that's why console wars existed because you had to justify the purchase or the Christmas gift you got to your friends who got the better thing. Like, (laughs) because you didn't have that info. There's no excuse. Now I have a fucking computer in my pocket all day. And then if I don't know if something's going to be good or not, I can actually just look it up quickly and be like, Oh, that looks awesome. Okay. I will buy this or whatever. So I don't know. I don't think there's any reason anymore to get into this, but I know how consumers are. They want, they get involved in the hype train and that's what it is, is that people were hyped about this game. If this was the best game ever made, it wouldn't have lived up to the hype it generated for itself. Like if it was legit, one of the best games ever made, it wouldn't, it still wouldn't have lived up to the hype. It was bound to fail on that regard, no matter what the fact that it's a buggy game just kind of pour salt in that wound though <laughs> like it's really not good i don't know such a bummer well yeah i'm gonna well, I mean, we'll keep following it i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how it kind of evolves over the next few months i'm gonna move on because yep we didn't put this here but they got under fire for another thing mm-hmm. where they were so there was a game that came out a year ago two years ago that it was called Devotion. It was a first-person horror game uh, made by some Taiwanese developers. And in it, you play like a Chinese guy dealing with like grief over his dead daughter or something. I can't remember what it was. It's something like this. And you're kind of walking around think, in a apartment. I don't think it was Chinese. But it is 100% Chinese. Because the, the reason why it was taken off the market is because it called the Chinese government uh, stupid Winnie the Pooh or something. And was yeah. censored, which is why it w- came oh, off Steam. Why am I thinking um, it was like Taiwanese or something? Anyway, it's the, not t- the gonna, developer just... is Taiwanese. The game is uh, yeah. set in China. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, um. So they pulled it, and uh, the developer said, "Like we're gonna try to re-release this without the things in it." Blah blah blah. And they just kind of died from there. Well, this year, just a few days ago. Apparently, it was supposed to come to GOG, which is run by CD Projekt Red, for people who might not know, uh, GOG.com or Good Old Games, as it used to be called. And they kind of 180'd on that decision right away when they realized that this would probably fuck over their Chinese goodwill. (laughs) So they just pulled that game as well. Ah, 
I don't know. Uh, it's weird because it's like they can totally choose to not do this. It just seems weird that they decided to choose to not do it after it was announced. Yeah. And also the same week that Cyberpunk was having issues. It's just like this is the just backlash. A, yeah. Yeah. This was already yep. a bad day for that company. And now it's just even worse. Yeah. Because they're they're just like, I think it's the most wish listed game now on GOG. It's full of reviews of people just telling like CDPR that they're just like bowing to China. The China. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not good. Uh, obvious weird PR move where their game is doing really, really poorly. They didn't want any more bad PR and they Streisand affected it by getting bad PR for trying to not get bad PR in China. <laughs> what do you do? Anyways, I think right. that's it for the CD Projekt Red hour. Yeah. In <laughs> equally important news, it was announced last week that Vin Diesel, who is now serving as an executive producer on ARC 2, has logged over a thousand hours in the original arc, and I thought that was worth noting. Yeah, I mean he's that's he's why a gamer. He's, uh, he's actually a gamer. That's why he's in the trailer. Also, apparently, he's not in the game. He's just in that trailer to sell it. Oh, so that's oh, weird, funny. Really? Yeah, he is in the anime apparently because everybody is. But everyone's in the anime. Uh, I just thought out of all the games, arc and a thousand hours was. I took a double take. <laughs> Good for him though. Yeah, no. Uh, He's uh, definitely new Mortal Kombat movie that I am still surprised exists is coming out in April. They gave a date. Yes. Okay. Well, no, because it was supposed to be in January. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. It got bumped. There's no trailer for this, right? This is the live action one, right? If so, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I just. It seems so soon. But anyways, April sixteenth. Um. It'll be in theaters, and it's also part of everything HBO coming to Max. HBO Max. So hell yeah, for me. Yeah, fuck going to a theater. Um, EA Play being added to PC Game Pass has been delayed until next year. I don't know okay. why. Oh, but that's weird. Probably maybe for their financials, because it's probably the it was only added thing. to Xbox Game Pass. It's the only thing that they get on PC anymore. I'm sure. For their like thing, yeah, maybe. Um, there was a nin, uh, Nindy's stream. Not much came out of this, in my opinion. Um, Take a look. But uh, Splunky One and Two are coming to Switch. Okay. Uh, the one more thing was that Among Us is now on Switch. Yeah, I bought it. I played a bit of it. It's literally it's that game. Like the PC I mean, there was no question that on there. it was. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing new. Yeah, it's the same price as the uh, PC version, five bucks. Yep. So it's yeah, yep. But there's no DLC uh, in it, I believe. No, none. Which is all cosmetic, anyways. Yep. Well, they they did announce that new map coming at yes. the Game Awards. Yep. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever is a console launch exclusive on the Switch. Makes sense. Um. I saw that Grindstone is coming to the Switch. That's a great Apple Arcade game. It's $20, which I was a little surprised to see, but okay. Yeah. Excited for uh, Cyber Shadow, though. Hell yeah. Yeah, it finally has a date, and it's still at least a month away. Yep. Uh, and then a bunch of new uh, kind of indie stuff worth checking out. If you're in Yeah. Uh, Stadia is now on iOS. Great. 
Uh, they did the whole, you have to play it in a Safari browser thing. For what it's worth, I've also been told Stadia is the best way to be playing Cyberpunk right now, which is a weird <laughs> sentence. Finally, their time to shine. Yep. Uh, this happened just before our show as well. They casually announced a League of Legends MMO. Yeah. Um, the dude who used to be a GM or something at Blizzard for WoW that moved to Riot just like casually tweeted like, hey, we got something massive coming. Somebody was like, is it an MMO? He's like, yes, it's an MMO. Yeah, this is Greg Street. Okay. Uh, great, great announcement. Ghost, yep, Ghost Crawler hooked, so or something, was, right? That's a weird kind of thing. Uh, Ghost at Ghost Crawler is the Twitter account. Yes, for that. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this last little bit of news is another weird one. Uh, Polygon did an interview with Doug Bowser, the uh, head of Nintendo. Um, asked a few questions, specifically also asked, "Yo, what's up with these games disappearing on March 31st?" Oh, okay. Uh, Bowser gave the most non-answer I think I've basically seen. Right. Um, let me scroll to finding it. Okay, so he basically, so the, the question basically comes up of like, I'll, I'll try and read some of the, the, the quotes here. Interviewer. I wanted to specifically talk about a strategy that Nintendo is doing with Switch Online regarding the sunsetting. I don't know what the exact terminology is, but effectively games that are no longer available after March 31st, 2021. What is the logic? Why is that good for consumers? Bowser says a few things. Main thing is, yeah, I think I use a simple word celebration. It just this is a celebration of Mario's 35th anniversary. That's basically it. He then talks about all the games that Mario brought out this year and is coming out with next year. Yeah. So Polygon reiterates. Yeah. And the celebration aspect, I totally get. Obviously, you have gone whole hog on releasing amazing Mario games this year. I just don't understand the consumer side of it, where someone who buys a Switch in June of next year is just never going to be able to buy those games. I just don't see the upside, quite honestly. And Bowser responds, yeah, at this point, the decision was really made around that celebration feature and aspect. I can't speak to plans beyond the end of March. Yeah, um, I think what he actually means is Japan be crazy. I don't know, dog. I would sell it forever if it was me. <laughs> that does that does reek of like, yeah, I can't say shit because someone higher up than me made the decision. Yeah. But that also might be us giving them too much credit at this point. Who the hell knows? I, yeah, Nintendo I don't know. Very, like, I feel like very when they times. make this decision, they know in the future you're going to be asked about it. Let's have an answer for you as opposed to just we're celebrating Mario. Okay, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do, well, you know, when you have question? a birthday <laughs> party, you can't enjoy it after the birthday party. So as a result, really? we're taking it away after the birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't thank you doug bowser um public service announcement to pick up your copy of the first fire emblem before it's too late oh right and like listen i don't think mario 35 is the coolest thing ever made it's cool but not like awesome or anything there's no reason to take that off like let people enjoy that forever yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. Oh, 
frustrating. <clears throat> Why don't we do some questions? Okay. If you want to send in a question, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send questions in. This first one comes, these first two come from Suku Suku. What would you want to see in a Super Mario RPG remake? I mean, if you're going straight up as a remake of Super Mario RPG, like, you, I mean, more moves. Yeah. More moves, a better translation, uh, more areas, because, I mean, technically, Super Mario RPG itself is short. But I would almost rather see a sequel than a remake at this point. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, and would you want question. them to go, like, real time, like they did with Final Fantasy VII Remake? No, I think, that, honestly, the half the appeal of Super Mario RPG is the fact that it's so new player-friendly. By being like, yeah, all right, okay. just, you know, take your turn. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, second question, which I do not understand, but I'll, I'll read it anyways. It, Have it's you ever meme. slapped a bag of rice or soil on compulsion? Yes. Yeah. Uh, nope. I don't know why, but I've definitely walked by like a... Just felt compulsed to do of, it. That's it. Just like a bunch of soil in like a bag or whatever at a Walmart or something. And just give it a, the old smack. Old smackaroo. Happens, man. Okay. Life comes at you I fast. Can hear, I can hear my girlfriend is playing Fall Guys right now because she is swearing at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of swearing at the TV, Decoy Troy writes in and says, if, you, if your country's government were to ban loot boxes... What do you think the gaming industry would try to replace them with to make as much or nearly as much money? You know, if I knew this answer, I'd be living in a way better apartment. That's true. You would be a marketing <laughs> genius at that point. There are people yep. whose jobs are dedicated to figuring this out right now. Like right this minute, yep. people are trying to figure this solution out. Yep. It's always like the story of like when Blizzard hired like psychologists, yeah, for their game development. Uh, it, it was that was a turning point. Yep, it's gonna uh, be like it's gonna be the person whoever figures out like how to convince people to just rent things, and but not like in the stadia level of renting. Oh, like, you mean like Game Pass? Sort of. But I mean, like just say renting like boosters and just like items in a game versus like the entire game. Isn't that kind of sure. like when you buy like a timed, like, yeah, like basically when you buy a timed booster? Yeah, for essentially. For 24 hours, you're going to get double XP? Yeah, stuff like that. So are we just thinking like more microtransactions that are kind of grosser? Yeah. <laughs> the gen generic answer. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you, like we're all kind of trending towards less mystery, right? Yeah. Well, that's the whole so thing because like, mystery equals yeah. gambling, essentially. Yeah. So it's so it's just it's just like old school DLC. It's just horse armor. Like I'm. This is a super unpopular take. I don't mind paying extra if I think something's really really cool in a game. 
like Heroes of the Storm before they added all this loot box and crafting bullshit. You could literally just buy like a cool skin for 15 bucks. And every now and then I would because I liked it. I'm okay with that. I knew what I was getting and that transaction was done. I'd be okay with more of that of just like not them trying to trick me into something. Just like giving me the option to buy something that's neat and maybe putting some effort into it. Yeah, I don't like the random element. Like, I, let me buy what I want. Yeah. Not have to try yep. and like hope I get it. Sure. All right. Den Sky says, let's go wholesome. Are you able to say a nice thing about each of your co-hosts, potentially someone, something you admire or respected in them? And if so, what is the compliment? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I will, I'll say uh, this, Sean is Sean is the fact that this podcast is still here is so much like a, a mark. Sean of is annoyingly tenacious in a way that I don't think I've ever met another person about certain things. Yeah, which Remember, is something this, I this was respect a high school project. <laughs> this was a high school project for Sean, and it's still I don't going mean to be annoying. I'm not. I hope I'm not. No, you're not annoying. I'm no, just no, saying, like, you're not annoying. I'm saying that, like. You're stubborn in a way that it's fun to argue with at some points. And I think that, like, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to you about games, even though we disagree a lot on a lot of shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely both value the the differing opinions that each of you bring, uh, the different, you know, perspectives that you can definitely bring. Uh, you know, John's perspective from games is crazy. Who's no, I don't know many other people on their way to buying a museum. Um, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah, I was going to say, waiting. I was about to say, this is yeah. super awkward because you can tell we're all holding back on saying something right now. We've each got like, something where's to the say meme? else. I was waiting for what? Sean to say the meme. It's like, which one is he going to go with? Oh, the museum. Oh, I all see. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, no, like it's not hard. I value both of their opinions, even though we disagree a lot on some things, but like, I think it's nice having a thing where I talk to two good friends every week and that's super, super fun. I mean, John and I have known each other for a long time now and I think we agree on a lot of like weird retro-ish sort of things and it's all like I always value his opinion on older games and stuff where I know that I can talk to Sean about basically any new game and uh, he has like an opinion on it and even if we disagree, I think it's a good conversation and I really respect talking to him about certain things yeah, yeah I mean, that's why we're also like having fun podcasts. with the show makes it easy to do for so long because like if, if we weren't enjoying it we would just stop yeah but it's sure. like a good catch-up each week it's a it would also this point if it, if i wasn't doing this week each week it would it would be like something is missing like it's like ingrained at this point for me because i've been doing <laughs> yeah. this for like 11 12 years or whatever it is sure that's what i was saying I have my thursday night backs what yeah, I was like, this is why it's such a statement to like the lasting power of this. It's just like uh, it's been so long, and Sean could have just dropped it like right after he was done with school. And he's just like, ah, oh, fuck it, this is fun. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With both guys, like I, I know I can ask him, like, yo, what do you think of this game? And I will get an honest opinion from him. Like, I don't expect any bullshit. Like, I expect him to take shots at me, like Sean constantly does, <laughs> but. <laughs> Hey man, you gotta you gotta but, keep you gotta keep the people around you on their toes. You can't get them. You can't <laughs> let them get too comfortable. True. That's just but that's yeah, just no. life advice. 
I I know that I'm not going to get like no bullshit answers basically if I actually need help stuff. So yeah, sure. All right. Second question. Uh, someone I know just got Apple Arcade and is finding the games to be mediocre. Which of them would you recommend? All right, go on, Sean. I'm going to take a break. Yeah. Now you guys want you guys want you can start first, and I'll, I'll jump in with whatever you miss. Well, I have I have no answers, but I want to ask like, yeah. how was the Way Forward Contra like game that they put up near launch? Not Shantae, but like, there's an Apple Arcade exclusive. I can't not remember what it's called. I don't think I played. But it. also, Shantae what? and the Seven Sirens is on there, so there's my answer. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I got to see what's on Contra there. Spidersaurus. Um, that sounds right. I'll read off what I did. Someone asked this kind of in the general chat on oh, Discord, and I answered it there. Um, is probably one, but of I want to yeah say my answers here as well. So the ones I had written down: Cyanar Wild's Hearts is fantastic. Oh yeah, okay. Grindstone, very good. The Pathless is on there. Uh, I haven't played a ton of it yet, uh, but I've been told it is also fantastic. Mini Motorways, I love Mini Metro, and that's a sequel to that game. Uh, what the Golf, as I already said, is yep. really good. Everyone on this podcast likes What the Golf. Yep. Uh, if you like the Reigns game, there's a new one, Reigns Beyond. It's like a Space Age one. That one's more Reigns. Um, game of Thrones Tale of Crows is a is kind of a weird um, idle game that I think is pretty unique and, and kind of interesting. Uh, so I think that's worth checking out. Card of Darkness is good. Bleak Sword is a cool little action game. I've talked about Tangle Tower. That is a really fun and very well voice acted uh, adventure game. Neo Cab is very good. Uh, Assemble with Care, a really just enjoyable kind of chill game by the people who did Monument Valley. Amanita Design has multiple games on there. So if you like adventure games, uh, like Sam Ross or Machinarium. They have some few games on there. Um, Us two games, the uh, the Monument Valley people also just put out a new game called Alba, which was part of that Nindies uh, direct. So it is coming to Switch, but that's on there as well. Uh, Apple Arcade is really, really great. Roundguard is on there. On Apple We're Arcade? A new one. They made a new, it's, it's like Choo Rocket Universe. Oh, like okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, that's a good service, actually. That's it's, a lot it of is good, good and it's a lot, a lot of people overlook it, um, but a lot of really great indie games come there. They seem to come to Switch about a year later or so, sure. uh, a lot of the time, maybe two, but uh, it's not worth, it, I mean, it's definitely worth taking a look at. Okay. All right, next couple from VGC Kenny. With the last two console generations having a big old mess of a game Mm -hmm. in the launch window, Watch Dogs and Cyberpunk, do you think it would be more beneficial for third-party companies to not make games for a new console generation until things can settle in? Um, So what happened with Watch Dogs? I'm not exactly... I think I missed something here. They, uh... Their E3 demo showed like a really good PC version of the game, and then they couldn't get that on console, so they dumbed down every version to look the same, and it uh, pissed PC gamers off. Gross. So it wasn't um, what mentioned earlier. Okay. Yeah, as the one who plays PC games, I don't really think I have an answer for this because I would like them to keep making games for my system. <laughs> right. I think the the main issue this happens is that those new systems are like a moving target for so long. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, the so problem. It can be hard for, sure. for devs to to really lock down what they need or what they can do with the game. Do you think it's better to build for the older system and then just like port it to the new one, even though it's not a huge graphical upgrade or anything, but like it well, works at least? But keep in mind, like. Uh, it, it kind of is the same thing with like cyberpunk where like if you are there for the launch of a new system, you will make bank because you are one of the few options for that system. That's so true, that's right. that's why Ubisoft is always at a new generation launch. <laughs> that's they are true. the yeah. most consistent company for being at the beginning of a launch. Yeah. Right. Everyone's going to want at least one game with yep. their console. Otherwise, they can't yep. use it. So yep. they're guaranteed to buy a game and you want to hope it's yours for sure. That's all, but it's also the same for the exact same reason why they want to make it on both platforms because yep. there's going to be a bunch of people clamoring for the new system, but it's not going to be anywhere near as many as people who have the old system. Yeah. So if you want to sell a bunch, you're going to get most of your sales from that old system. So that's why we're going to continue getting cross-gen stuff for a while. Yep. So then with, with your option, John, of make it for the old one and then just port it over, oh, but then yeah, it almost becomes a that. case of... That, yeah. Sorry, did Paul say that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that option, then then it becomes a question of why am I buying the new one if I'm just going to be getting a slightly better one than my old console? Like, it seems like it's not worth me dropping $500 right now. I mean, that's and how I, I felt about Miles Morales, right? I mean, that's like, actually that's the truth the- <laughs> about the current generations. It's not worth the cost. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know, but I yeah. understand. I think uh, the the hardware developers they do incentivize developers to launch games around their console, and they will help with like marketing and, and yeah. development costs because they need more stuff there. Like, look at Microsoft; they had no first party there, so yeah. they had to get as many partners on board as they could. Um, yeah, so that that part is beneficial for third parties, and hopefully that pays for whatever porting or or nonsense they have to go through to hit this moving target. Yeah. I wonder, I think it's kind of a weird chicken and egg problem. It's like, well, we need the games on there to want the console, but we need to want the console because of the games. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just wondering if it's a problem with the big marketed games. Cause demon souls, as far as I can tell is fucking amazing. And nobody's has said anything bad about it. Besides like some the fact crashing. That that's about it. Yeah. Like, so is it just because Cyberpunk was so big? Of course, that's a big old mess. Like, why isn't anybody talking about the games that are well, okay? Yeah, Cy- Cyberpunk was so uh, was considered too big to fail, and then it still did. So everyone's just like, oh, God. Yeah. What do we do now? I mean, I think Cyberpunk is, is a bit of a unique scenario just because of how it totally popular is. it was. Because, like, there, you know, there's tons of smaller examples, like Destiny did not launch with an optimized version for a month sure. later. Right. So if I wanted to use my new console for the for to play Destiny because I love Destiny, it made no sense for me to buy a new console before December 8th. Sure. So in this scenario, I should have waited, you know, like uh, Avengers is not getting its its update until next uh, year. Apex is not getting its update until next year. Like so for and that's kind of with a lot of the the narrative around this console generation is there's not a lot super new to play right now. Um, so there can be huge examples like cyberpunk. There's also much smaller examples like, you know, the optimized version is not there. So yeah, technically I am playing a PS4 game. Why aren't I just playing it on the PS4? You know, that's, that's definitely a valid argument for sure. Um, yeah, 
and and I think you know one of the reasons probably Dark Souls is running so well is that's a that's a first party studio. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they may have had some like real good assistance. You know, maybe the target was moving a little less because Sony was like next door to them being like, yeah, for sure. Here you More guys like go. Here's office. everything we got. Totally. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't think it's more beneficial for third party companies to not make games, but because they have to <laughs> like they want yeah. to be in that window for sure. Yeah. Um, I think they have to maybe. Maybe it's on the onus for the actual console like companies to give them enough time to make a good product for their console launch. There, there's but that. I, I understand this year those consoles came in hot. Yeah, with all of like this, the COVID and stuff. Like this was a I, fuck I, up year from, for everything. Like what I was also hearing, like the reason we didn't hear about the the PlayStation's UI until so late is because it got it came in real hot before it was ready to be shown. They were still so, programming it. <laughs> I'm sure they were right. Yeah. Like, so, um, you know, I'm, and I'm, I, I'm sure there's, you know, there's a, there's a line on a whiteboard in each one of these studios. Like, you know, we could spend this much money to try and hit a, a port of it. How much is Microsoft giving us to hit a port of it? Is it above this line? Well, then it makes financial sense. <laughs> yeah. I, like for insomniac say, maybe that's why miles is so short. Right. Cause they were like, okay, we can make launch window. This game's going to be like 10 hours, <laughs> but well, I think fine. actually with miles, it was supposed to be DLC Just that got DLC. big enough where they're like, we can make uh, this a standalone uh, thing, yeah. which I actually kind of like every time that they do that, because then you don't need the first game. You know, I, I, yeah. I have the first game often, but it's yeah. just, you get more people in that way. So why not? Like look at dooms DLC that is straight up. Just it's even like titled DLC that they just made standalone and like, yeah. why not? Yeah. Well, there's like no reason not to. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Uh, second question from VGC Kenny. Would you go back in time and tell yourself, Hey, don't buy a Wii U because pretty much all of the games you would be, you would like are coming to this other console. That's a lot better. No, I love my Wii U. I, it's not my fault that they didn't support it. I still like no, games be, on yeah. it. No, because that's what Nintendo does anyways, because of virtual console and like I, I still needed the Wii U for work. So And that's kind of life. Like there's always gonna be something better. It's like don't buy a TV because there's gonna be next better one next year. I guess the idea I, though if is if anything, I would go like back and be like, Hey, coming. Nintendo's gonna do exactly what you think. You gotta have fun. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Um yeah. I, I agree. Like I we got what, four three, four years? with the wii u um yeah i, and I mean mario maker on one I, I liked. didn't exist until last year and uh monster hunter what was it try or whatever still didn't come out in another form besides like sure. the wii one yeah yeah i liked those I games was a 3DS I being, port. Um, what's that was, was there a 3ds port? port there might have been yeah i like playing games when they come out so I clearly bought the buy consoles when they first come out, so I would I would still buy it. I like the Wii U. It's just yeah. I also don't under- dislike the Wii U. Yeah, like I liked I at liked the time. It. it was the best thing that had two screens and connect connects to my TV. It was a neat sure. idea. Yeah, I like the fact that you could play it and someone else could be using the TV stuff like that. You yeah. didn't have to be right also, next now to your console. Be like, Look at this thing. This thing feels like garbage. 
<laughs> it really did, which is a bummer. Yeah. I, I liked Zombie U. I liked God, games that sure. made me look down at the pad for something and then look back up to the TV to do other stuff. I liked yeah. the... I wish more things had taken advantage of one person can control the pad and fuck with the other players that are just like using controllers, which more stuff did stuff like that. Honestly, it had potential that was unrealized because they were busy releasing another console that they were going to work on or release everything on anyway. Obligatory mention that Game and Wario is a great game. Yeah, and that will definitely never leave the Wii U. Yeah. Boko writes in and says, what's a feature you dislike seeing in games? Personally, I have a vendetta against any and all hunger mechanics. Stamina. Vehicle, uh, not vehicle, weapon degradation. Oh, yep, that too. I'm with a vend- I'm with a hunger mechanics. Stamina is a bummer. When that showed up in the most recent Assassin's Creed, I was like, oh man. <sighs> that sucks. I like stamina management. <laughs> so I'm okay with it, but yeah, sure. Uh, one hit kills have no place in any video game ever. They never did. They were only invented to suck quarters out of kids at arcades. They fucking suck in every game. All right. Rinku says, who's a voice actor you've heard across a lot of games and other media and you can instantly recognize them. Nolan North. Nolan North. Yep. I thought it was Nolan North and then I got that wrong with miles. So I guess it's Troy Baker. (laughs) I guess they have just merged they, together for me. They're they kind do of a the YouTube channel person. together, so it makes sense. Sure. Oh, right on. I thought they didn't like each other. I thought that's what I had heard, but maybe they patched things up. Uh, Linebeck writes, what is the shortest notice that you've had to travel long distance, whether it be by flight or a long drive? 12 hours. An hour before. 12 hours before 12 hours for okay. a flight. What was yours, Paul? An hour before. So how far of the were these trips that you guys had? I went to Jamaica. Hours? Yeah, that one's really short. You didn't know about your, that you were going to Jamaica until 12 hours before you left? One of my friends literally called me up at like noon and like, hey, John, you want to hang out in Jamaica this weekend? I'm like, sure. What's the catch? I'm like, uh, be at the airport at midnight with a hundred bucks and that's it. <laughs> That's a you don't that's a thing where you go, no sir. <laughs> that just that, sounds like you're well, gonna get wrong. Well that was one of those like, okay, I'm never gonna have an experience like this ever again. I kinda have to try this one. That's and that, it, that's it was a, cool a friend story, I trusted, yeah. so Okay. That's one of those times where you're just like, this is male privilege right here. Not having to worry about showing oh, up yeah. with a random dude. <laughs> with a oh no, it it was a it was a woman who called that me. Is, so Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because it, it was like uh, her and her and her life partner were just like, yeah, like uh, he works at an airport and we've got like super discount tickets to Jamaica. So show up. Gotcha. Cool. Right on. OK. So I, I had plans. I'm just like, yep, got to cancel plans because I'm going on a surprise trip that I didn't expect out of nowhere. <laughs> and then That's just fun. got offered a lot of weed. OK. What's your story, Paul? If you want to say it. I mean, mine's not much. Not that's it's kind of a bummer after that. It's like we don't know how much longer this person has to live. So you better come Oof. say goodbye. Oh, OK. Yeah. No, <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> so um, thanks, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said if you wanted to, you didn't have to. It's on you, man. I gave you the out. Um, I don't think I've had anything that was that close. I was going to say, like, uh, when I was coming over to CBS to get my visa, it was like, oh, no, we need you to start, like, on Monday, book a trip right now. And I was like, go, well, guess I'm flying home in two days. That was like okay. a month ago, right? That was very short time ago. <laughs> no, um, no, that was sorry. When I was when I was first coming over, like to GameSpot, when I was first oh, coming over. Oh, okay. Uh, because I because I was when I was job hunting, and then they're like, "Yep, we'll take you." Can you start Monday? And I was like, "Oh, mate, well, that's on you guys. Can you set up the visa stuff?" <laughs> anyway. Yep. Oh, okay. Last question. Yep. From Gutang Clan. Who is your favorite reindeer and why? There's two questions here. Favorite reindeer. Did you guys ever watch all of the other reindeer? I was going to say yeah. nobody can say all of. That's uh, the cheap answer. You got to choose one. Okay. I would have figured Rudolph was also cheating. Oh, Rudolph. I mean, but you let wait, the sleigh wait, that but night. But Olive is a specific reindeer. I mean, he, it was a joke that turned into a specific reindeer. Yeah. I'm going to say that is a specific reindeer. I'm going to say Donner because his is like the most generic name sounding compared to everyone else's like Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid and Blitzen all sound like more extreme. He's got. Yeah, there's Donnie. There's Donner. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Can, I feel, I feel bad congrats for on being able to name them all. Way to go. I don't know. You know, the only reason I can do that is because of the movie Jingle All the Way, because Arnold Schwarzenegger runs down the street saying that and hearing him in his accent list off the eight <laughs> reindeer has permanently marked that in my brain. I will never forget that because every time I can hear Dasha, Dunsa, Prancer, Vixen, Comic Cupid, Donna Blitzen over and over just running down the street. That was the most John Wheeler sentence I've ever heard. Yeah, that checks. Yeah. yeah. That was, that is, that, yeah, that is a hundred percent you. (laughs) Um, yeah, he probably goes by like Donald, right? Probably. My friends call him Donnie. in trouble. Donnie, yeah. It's hard to beat Rudolph. He was the underdog. He, he was the only one that, even though he was made fun of, could guide the sleigh. He was a genetic mutation. He's their, he's their X-Men. Yeah, I love these. That's mutants. true. Yeah, I don't have a great joke, so I'm I'm gonna pass. Okay. <laughs> Second question is: What is your favorite Rankin Bass holiday movie? And it's easily the year without Santa Claus. I don't know what this. Where is. else are you gonna get the snow and heat miser? What are we talking about? Oh, what is Rankin Bass. They're I think old. I thought doesn't heat miser also when Santa Claus comes to town, or is that the uh, is that the Ice King? That might be the Ice King. The Ice King is a character from Adventure Time. No. Well, there's a, there's like an Ice Miser or something like that. But yeah, no, I, I think Santa Claus is coming to town's mine. Okay. Rudolph is the one that people would probably be like, oh, hey, I remember that one because that's on TV all the time. Yeah. Not my favorite, but. Oh, is that the like the puppet one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all all of the Rankin Bass ones are. Uh, the stop motion. Well, I guess Frosty isn't, and that's Rankin Bass. Oh, is that as well? Okay. Hmm. Oh, here's okay. like here's the better list. No, okay. Seen Frosty. I've seen Rudolph. I don't think I've ever seen The Year Without Santa Claus. I don't think I've heard of that. 
That was a weird one. I'm surprised that would be your pick, Paul. It's great. Santa Claus decides that nobody cares about him anymore, and he's sick, so he's going to take the night off, and everybody has... And they go out to show Santa Claus that he's still loved. Yeah, basically, like, the world goes to hell because Santa got sick and didn't want to have a Christmas. Oh, they did the Silverhawks cartoon? And Thundercats. Why not? Can I say... Oh, they said holiday movie. Okay, I can't say Thundercats. (laughs) (laughs) Do it anyways. Just say it. Okay. They did The Last Unicorn. He's still looking. He's still looking. I guess it's. I guess it's by default. It's like it's Rudolph. I guess. All right. If that's that is it. Um, if you would like to send a question in, uh, it is topdumbperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Uh, Hot Pursuit Remastered. Feels weird saying cyberpunk, but there we are. <laughs> Oh, you're enjoying it, you said. Uh, mine is 13 Sentinels. Nice. His job. All right. <laughs> the, um, yeah, basically. The submission thread on um, the Patreon for January's TDP Plus game is now live. So if you're donating at that uh, tier level, go submit a game to be on the, the poll next week. Also, the Community Game of the Year survey is still going. Definitely check that out. You can find links to it on our Twitter or our Discord. You have until January 4th to submit your Game of the Year lists and everything like that, uh, as we will be tallying them up that week for the show, most likely at the end of that week. Um, But until next week, see you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Next week is Christmas. Oh, man. Look at that. Yep. 